Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors at Griffin Air Conditioning. Griffin Air Conditioning offers the highest quality of air conditioning sales and service across the Sydney metropolitan area, providing installation and maintenance to commercial, domestic and industrial customers. Working with this team, you'll be guaranteed the latest services, technology and developments in the industry, as well as dealing with some legendary blokes. Visit griffinair.com.au and tell them we sent you for a cool deal. That's griffinair.com.au. Welcome back to Andy Raymond Unfiltered, the Legend Series, the Mark Carroll story. We continue. Speaking of kangaroo tours, we'll fast forward four years, just for a moment. You were brushed for the 94 tour and that one hurt. And I know how much it hurt because the week the squad was selected was Bathurst 1000 week. And to get away, you came up and were my drunken roomie for the week. Good consolation prize, but... (laughs) Missing out absolutely killed you. Oh, mate, I was filthy on the world. Um, I look back now, things you missed out on. I deserved to go more in 94 than 1990, and it was um, just coming down to a bit of politics. Um, Dave Furness, that was one of the selectors, and he, um, he had a good game in the, the grand final. He might have got the, the award, but I was told I was on the plane, and I was absolutely filthy. I remember at home trying to hear your name coming back, and it was A, B, C, D, E. I got the F and G, and I went, where the hell is my name? And back then, I didn't have much furniture. I had all plastic furniture. I destroyed every piece. I remember Bozo ringing me the next day, 7 o'clock, and Monique, my wife, goes, it's him. I went, okay, they answered the phone. I went, what? I never talked to Bozo like that in my life. He's like my second dad. He goes, son, they've made a mistake. Keep fit. We're getting you over there. You know, I never went over there. But I made made sure the next year was going to be my year, uh, 1995, ended with the World Cup. Uh, we'll go back 68 games and four years at South Sydney. George Piggins was the coach for one. Frank Curry, the coach for three seasons. They were tough times, mate. 16th, 14th, 14th, 14th. What stands out from your time at Redfern? I uh, just learned the art of um, you know, playing front row. Um, George Piggins, um, he was a tough bug. I remember he, he turned out the train, he'd have bare feet. And we're doing something with the old Redfern Oval. And we had this play. And I dropped the ball, and he's he's running in the fence into me, and he goes, "You're scared of me, ain't?" I said, "Mate, get out my bloody way, otherwise I will run over you." Anyway, next time I did catch it, and, I, and he ran at me, and I just dropped my shoulder. And he went gadoom gadoom. He went back three times, laid on the ground, and, I, and, I, and then Nolan's attacked me. What are you doing to my husband? I said, "Mate, if he gets in the front of me again, that's the toughness of our uh, George Pickens." Um, yeah. Also, what I learned about the game, I came back in. After 1990, I went overseas, mate. I came back side of a house. I just thought it was going to be easy. And 91 was really a tough year, mate. It really was. And then a lot of people don't, don't know. I actually signed probably for the year, still remaining at South, to go and sign for Manly. You had gone from the hunter to the hunted. You were the young bloke that wanted to take reputations off the big guys. But in 12 months, you'd been the guy that everyone wanted to make a reputation against. That's a big adjustment. It certainly is. You know, it's hard to think of like that. You, when you're playing footy, mate, you don't think like that. Yeah. Now I've been retired 20-odd years, you do go, you, you know, you're right. Uh, it's 
you don't, we don't see enough of that these days, but if I look back now, 100%, it's like when you play a really good side, you, you amp your intensity up. That's why a lot of the games, South would we'd beat a favourite and then next week we get beaten by 50 because you, you just can't keep the mentality up. You mentioned the reasoning behind going to Manly. You wanted to win a comp. How big an influence was Bob Fulton in, in going over? Uh, everything. Yeah. Everything. Um, it is, like I said, that the hit I did on Ian Roberts, um, I want the guy hit him, which was me. I ended up getting picked for Australia. I ended up going on the Kangaroo Tour and was just in the England. He, he wanted um, a couple of big blokes and, and, and he aimed up for me. Um, remember, as I said, I sat there with my dad. Didn't have a manager back then. And mm. and um, Frank Stamp was there and he asked me, Spud, hey, Spud, hey, yarn to me. This is, uh, Bob and I said, mate, I hate losing Monopoly. You imagine me losing the game of rugby league. He goes, I told you, Frank, got to sign this bloke. And that was the that was the start of it. Paul Harrigan, had that rivalry begun already prior to you getting to Manly or not? Uh, 94, it all started. And I, I, know the, I, know the, I know the reason why because, as I said, I walked in at Manly, the side of a house. I was 118 kilo. I had the mobility of an ocean liner. I could bench press cars, mate. I was that bloody strong, but I couldn't move. And Bozer goes, mate, what have you been doing? I said, Bozer, you want me big? He goes, mate, the game's changed, son. Get down to 108. I went, shit, I was just there. He goes, you're training with him. I said, this has done. All we did was chins, dips, push-ups, and a bit of rowing. Anyway, first troll comes up. We're playing Newcastle. And I'm at a new club, and I want to try and impress. And they actually played like a reserve-grade second-string side. It's all the, you know, the Butterfields and the and – and Chief and that was sitting up in the stand at, at Brookvale Oval. And I remember after about 10 minutes, it was like target practice. I, I remember I said, Matt, Matt Dumford, a good mate of mine, he said, I said, mate, this is like target practice. How good left and right side. I was whacking blokes left, right and centre. And there was one guy actually got, he got chopped down. As he was coming down, I, I, I gave him a good hit. I, I probably got him high. I think I did. And then from that moment on, they reckon Chief said, that's it. He's going to, because he, he, he like went off. He was a bit crook. And then from that on, 94 on, it was, it was on for young and old. Um, I knew it was always going to be a challenge. I remember the first time we'd ever get together, we were either going to be throwing punches. Um, there was never any – there was plenty of niggle. There was never any derogatory niggle. Okay. Never like that. He's the same. Main thing is you're going to run at me, your dog. That was the biggest thing I think we said. So it, it was combat. It was, it was two alpha males fighting to see who was in charge of the yard. There, there was nothing cheap. Ah, big alpha males. That's a great, great word. Yeah. Um, I know he's still dirty on me. Um, when that collision did happen back in '95, um, but you got to remember, I'll tell you the build-up of this '95. So, the week before, I'm playing for Australia. He's my front-row partner. He's supposed to be taking bullets for me. I'm taking for him. We're playing New Zealand. Tough, quick, really tough test. Next week, we go to train Monday. Bozo's into me. Chief's going to bash you. Oh, all right. I hate negativity. Then Terry Hill's in me. Oh. He's spitting at me this. I had two. We had Nick Coase. I've had Beaver. Right? That's the build-up of my week. We're going up the freeway in a bus. My phone rings. My dad, get the first shot in. Hangs up. Mum rings up. Mark, have a good game. Please don't hurt anyone. That's the build-up of my game. My brother rings up. Every second word is F, F, F. We get to the game. To this time, it's still 33,000. the biggest crowd they had there. Okay. And just the whole... The whole warm-up, like the, the shed, they pay people to wet the sheds. Yeah. So you're sitting in um, nearly an inch of water. I used to wrap my feet. I got size 15 feet. There was one section where I used to sit and I could feel some sort of perspiration thing that was coming from the roof. All these young kids were spitting out on the side window. This is my game, preparation. 
We then, back then, never never went on the field, Andy. We go out the back. And back then, mate, I used to wear the 18, 20 mil studs. Yeah. And we're on the, across that freeway, mate, they try and hit you. And you're running across the across the way. And then uh, the way that game started, um, they call the face ball. The ball went across the chief. I didn't care where it went. I, was, I took him on. We ended up in the seat of vision. We ended up on, on the ground having a fight. And he did a dog act. He pulled my jersey out of my head and goes, bang. Split me open. I already had 18 stitches in my eye, opened up like a like a watermelon. It was a massive cut. He got binned. I then had to go, um, I had to go to get stitched. Griffin Air Conditioning offers the highest quality of air conditioning sales and service across the Sydney metropolitan area, providing installation and maintenance to commercial, domestic and industrial customers. Working with this team, you'll be guaranteed the latest services, technology and developments in the industry. Visit griffinair.com.au and tell them we sent you for a cool deal. I had no time for stitching. Bozos, get him on the field, get him on the field. So I said to the doctor back then, I think it was Monty Gibbs, he sabled me. So he's just got you know, the old sable gun. Oh. It's like a machine gun on my eye. Anyway, the way the game ended, got to half time. Then Bozo's going, it's not a personal war. I said, Bozo, you can stick up your ass. Let me do me work. And I remember we scored a try. John Hopalati scored in the try in the corner. And as I come out, I've given him a bit of a whack in the back of the head like a crow peck. And then yeah, the, the rest is history, mate. They reckon uh, they said he said to Joey, kick off the spud. Shannon Nevin, difficult to come into the manly side so late. Matthew is pulling out today and having the goal-kicking duties. Oh, Harrigan has gone after Carroll. He's in some trouble. He's gone. He's, he's, hasn't moved. Harrigan. Here it is again. Oh, Gee, that is a hit and a half. Good game, isn't it? Unfortunately, <laughs> the tackle's come off the worst from where... He got me good. But my, my main goal was to get the 22-metre line, which I did hit. I hit it on the full. <laughs> but that was in a 360-degree hit. And I, I think, look at the vision, I, I've, I've got up and I've hit the next bloke, the second row. I can't remember his name, Pommy guy. I've jammed him. Then I've hit my left ear. Cements. Now, give it all him, but he is, if you see the vision, he's winding me up. He's got the arm raised. And I go over there and Tubes comes. He, I push my captain away. You don't touch your captain. And poor old chief was snoring on the ground. And he asked me one, it was like, I think it was one of the, it was a couple of years ago. And he, they were on stage. And he said, Oh, they reckon they were, you were saying something to me. And I went, I can't remember. And then he, I said, This really got you, hasn't it? He goes, I, um, I do remember what I said. I said, and it was a back page thing, I was standing over him like he was my prey. Oh, what a wanker. <laughs> Bob Fulton said it wasn't personal. You say it was only professional. I've, Knowing you, and I've known the Chief for a lot of years. We've spoken about it for a number of them. And the truth is, at the time, you pair absolutely hated one another. There was no escaping that. Uh, no way in the world. Um, it was in the media. Every time we played was back page. Yep. The pressure for him and me to perform week in, week out. Uh, and it got to a stage where we actually um, – we got picked to play Origin together, and they put us, they ruined us together for one game. I remember getting there, and Chief went, you're bloody kidding. And I said the same thing, and they said, no, it'd be good for publicity. Mate, I was sleeping with my enemy. I'm dead set two foot away from him. 
And if you can imagine, I slept with my hands clenched, thinking it was going to be on. But he was the worst roomie. Because, yeah, you know, when you get a good roomie and he, he waits till you get up, mate, he didn't give a shit, he'd wake up and just go, boom, open up the bloody back cave, have his bit of a stretching. I'm like, I'm thinking, oh, my God, get me out of here. And it lasted one week. Did you talk amicably at all? Did you get on or was there nothing said? Uh, not much. Uh, but if I was like with a Nick Coase, I'd, I'd get him in a headlock before a game or I'll say rub him in the head. But no, no, it was just, but if you, as I said, um, the best thing about my book, and I've always wanted to write a book, I got, I asked him and said, can you please do a chapter? I want you to do your own chapter. I don't want you to hold back. Um, and it reads magnificent. I mind, I stuffed his mind up, mate. He was watching me. So in that time, you'll read it. In that time, he sat back and he tried to work me out what I was like. And, um, mate, I'm a nutcase. For a game. Absolute nutcase. 1995, 96, 97, a wonderful period for Manly. Three straight grand finals, a win over St George in 96. How special? What stands out from that experience? Finally doing it, Andy. You, know, you think 95, we lost three games that year. Yeah. One of those yeah. was a grand final. We beat the Bulldogs 30 nil that year. They beat us in the grand final. And and they say, oh, you've got to lose one to win one. I like to stick that up someone's ass who ever said that because it hurts. Mm. It bloody hurts. Um, I remember on Tuesday, I was playing my game on Tuesday night. I'd wake up and lather a sweat. I'd done every hit up. I've done, and what's well, probably got the game on, on the Sunday. Man, I was a mess. I was like, I was like see through. So the next year, we had a very, really um, sh- uh, slow turnaround, only about probably four weeks off. And then we got back into it. And our main thing was defense, mate. We had the best defense. And I look at the you know, sides now, Penrith, yeah, mate, we had defence to hold any side out. The best thing about our defence was we'd hold it for three sets of six and then we'd get the ball and we'd score. Yep. We, just, we just absolutely stuffed their mind up. But So, 96, I always think back to the great Mal Meninga uh, and, and I was exactly like him. He, he was there crying with emotion. I was exactly the same. And he said down the camera, you can play for your country, you can play for your state, but the winner comp with your mates is the best thing ever. And... That's 110%. It was the most amazing uh, feeling to do with your mates because you're with them for 11 months, not four weeks, six weeks, 11 months. And the top it off, 97. Oh, my God. That's one game I've never watched uh, replay. Um, the game, what it proves in life to anyone out there, it goes, for, it goes for 80 minutes, not 79 and 50 seconds. It's just one of those bloody crazy games. Does that still hurt? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm so happy in life that I've – I've been retired 20-odd years to say, hey, I play in three grand finals and I won a grand final. And some of the greatest players in the game, the way, you know, like, like, like um, you know, Wayne Pierce and, and Blocker, didn't win a comp. Mm. And I feel for those guys. They were there, but they, they missed out. And I, I won one. It should have been bloody three. But um, I'll take the one. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Albert. Albert will score. Albert will score. Newcastle have won. Ninety-seven. Does it hurt even more in the fact it'd be your last game for Manly? Yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was. I was going over to the London Broncos side to leave Australia, and it would have been fantastic. But 
oh, it's just one of those bloody things, mate. It just happened. Um, someone a bit smarter than us went down the blind side, turned someone even faster than anyone else, and uh, next thing, try time. When you look back, do you consider yourself a panther, a rabbit, or an eagle? A mixture. Do you mixture. really? I think, uh, yeah, I think a mixture, mate. I, I, I think, as, as I said, a kid, I had the skill level. I was right up there. Um, but the thing is, I, I just couldn't make it any side. So I'd, I'd go to certain depths in rugby league as in, in, in high school, and then other players would get their spot. And the crazy thing about it, um, the players who used to get all those spots never went on with rugby league. I'm mm. the only one that went on out of the whole group, out of the whole bloody group. And things you learn from different places. Um, Penrith, they're probably the toughness, and then you learn how to use the toughness when you went to South, and then when you get the Manly, it's the full package. You had to do your hardness through the middle, but also, um, you know, I had certain ways I had to run, setups on the field. If I didn't do my spot, they couldn't do their work. So I remember one one year, I think I got 180 stitches in this poor right eye, and Steve Menzies scored 23 tries. Hello, legends. I hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Would you like to be part of our team? Our sponsorship packages are ready to go. From scripted ads to website placement and social media promotions, personal appearances, voice recordings and more, the opportunities are limited only by your imagination. You set the terms. Unfiltered is reaching hundreds of thousands of potential clients every single week and we cater to businesses both big and small. We'll work with you to guarantee you get exactly what you want, how you want and when you want. If you're interested, go to our website and hit the sponsorship tab at andyraymondunfiltered.com.au. Now back to the interview. Why England? Why at the end of 97? Was the timing right? Had you had enough? Did you need a change? What was the reasoning? Just probably been a tight ass and chasing some money. But at the end of the day, it wasn't the right decision. I went to the wrong club. Went to London Broncos. I should have went up north. No one knew who you were down in London back then, mate. You walk around, they all think you're playing bloody rugby. They've got no idea. Every two weeks running up, going out there, the M1, stuck in traffic. Like They love a traffic jam over there. But Don't they? Indiana was born news day, so... I had to wait five weeks. They came over, but look back now. It's just life, mate. It's um, if I stayed there, things wouldn't have happened over here. But I was fortunate enough. I come back and um, played for South Sydney again for the second time, and unfortunately, we got kicked out that year. But without going to South Sydney, I wouldn't have my association with Russell Crowe. Right choice or wrong choice coming back to South Sydney for twelve months? That was the right choice. Um. Has to be the right choice. So as I said, if I look back, what ha- what's happened since then? Just so no, mate. Like it's the, the, like I said, the the Russell Crowe factor in my life since '99 yep. when I met him. Um, if I didn't come in '99, mate, I wouldn't know him. Okay, you mentioned Russell. That was a high profile gig as his personal trainer and part time bodyguard. What are you most known for, footballer or Russell Crowe's offsider? Ah, footballer, mate. Seriously. <laughs> um, uh, I just think uh, oh, the time I had with Russell was absolutely fantastic. Looking back now, mate, the way he is, his vision, I played rugby league again at the age of 36. I retired at the age of 32. I played for the Arara Valley Axe, man. Yep. It's like closure for me. I remember he kept asking me year after year, I'd go to one game, the South versus St. George, Monique used to do the cheerleading there. 
and I had I found it very hard to let go of football. Can you imagine that? And I, he'd say, you're looking pretty fit, and I was still trying. And on the fourth year, he said, I said, mate, give me a ring tomorrow at 9 o'clock. I'll give you an answer. So I go home. And he goes, um, what did Russell say? He said, oh, he wants me to play footy. And she goes, just go and bash someone and get it out of your system. I then ring up my mate Desi Hasler, old Desi, old tight-ass Desi. Oh, you spud, 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 mate. Yeah, mate, mate, don't do it for the money. Tell him you want to get in your network. And anyway, he'll ask you why. And anyway, Russell rings me at 9 o'clock. He goes, how much money you want? I said, Russell, I don't want your money. I want to get in your network. He goes, what do you mean? I laugh. He goes, what are you laughing at? I said, oh, Desi would say you laugh. I said, you've got to someone train you. I want to be able to do all that. So this was my life. Yep. I was a selling office stationery. I'd be in the car on a Tuesday, leave my car at ballet, fly Tuesday night, come back Wednesday, go Thursday, come back Friday, go Saturday, play the game, come back Monday. For 12 weeks, I was losing bark off my body. It was like playing on concrete. Oh, but I remember yeah. after about four weeks, Russell said, um, how do you think you're going? The crowds were massive, mate. You've seen the crowds in. They're all trying out there. They're all trying to whack me, right? Yeah. And I said, mate, Russell, after four weeks, Give me a break, we. I said half is me because I'm Mark Carroll. Half's you, you bastard, because you got me up here. But mate, when these cobwebs come off, look out, mate. I hit that many blokes up there, Andy. I was dropping them left, right, and centre. <laughs> we ended up making the grand final, first time Arara Valley ever made the grand final. And uh, under, uh, unfortunately, we lost the grand final. But um, just saying thank you. And the first thing I noticed when I met Russell, I didn't know who he was, but I love watches. He had a Submariner Rolex on, and. The first thing I said to him, I said, mate, I dig your watch. And it was the first real movie he made. And so he had a bit of money. He goes, oh, mate, here's something. I said, mate, I'm going to get one of those one day. Anyway, just saying thank you. Presentation night. Remember, I went up and got an award. I come down. I was crying as usual. I cried bloody everywhere. And I said to Malik, bloody hopeless. She goes, have a look at Russell's mum and dad. They're howling. And his mum goes, what time is it? I looked down and went, what? She goes, what time is it? And guess what was there? Bloody Rolex. Say thank you. Wow. So he's been, he's been unbelievable, mate. Like it's for me to then go and do, you know, I went on the movie set with him, but to meet the great, I know you love your boxing, mate. I met Andrew Dundee. Yeah. I shook hands with him. He was, I'd see him every day. Like he was the greatest. And I'm actually in his presence, you know? And then I go and meet Ron Howard. Like, hey, you meet people. Ron Howard asked me, how do you throw a spiral pass? I'm throwing a 30 meter pass. It was back when I was at Manly, I wasn't allowed to pass, but I'm not easy to throw a 30 meter left and right. Buddy Bozo wouldn't let me do it. Anyway, I remember I said, come on, Ron, I'll show you something. This is, the, this is how we used to uh, out the play. And I'm, naturally, I pulled a, a tape of myself and the Chief having that collision. And I remember him looking back and he said, you're not wearing any pads. I said, no, mate, I'm, I had a mouth gut in, you know, and that broke the ice. So I used to go out with dinner with him, sit on the set with him. Renee Zellwinger, uh, Paul G. Marty. I pinched myself, mate. The, the people I've met and the fun I've had and – yeah, it's just outstanding, mate. It's a pretty cool journey post career, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. It, was, it doesn't last forever, Andy. That's yeah. the thing. I after Cinderella, man, I sort of. Man, I reckon I come back. Went into a bit of, I don't know, depression for two months. I had no idea what I was going to do, and then I, I found a gym for Russell, and I went back to him about nine o'clock in the morning, and so I found you a gym, and he goes, um, I think you should turn this turn this into your own gym. Me, I went, what? He goes, what do you want to call it? That's how Russell is. I said, what do you mean call it? Uh, okay, um, I like Braddock's, James Braddock. Braddock's, I actually look like James Braddock. That's yeah. why it's, it's ridiculous. So I, I was getting nose pieces put on, ear pieces. Every day Russell had all these pieces put on. And I said, I want to call it Braddock's. He goes, no, no, it's got to be called Spuds. His vision's been unbelievable. 
um, every year I send him a, an email and say, thank you for your vision, mate, because I, I do see a lot of different characters here. Um, do they come for the, a spud session? They get abuse? All the above. On a serious note, you've nominated already as donating your brain to science to assist with the ongoing studies of concussion, which is the story of this last decade. Are you worried about later life, mate? Um, what's a question? No, I'm, I'm interested in getting retested. I've been tested once. I want to get retested. Mm. I, I said I'd give my brain to science, so I can't take it with me to the box, mate. It's, they, they can have a look, but... Hopefully there's no damage in there. But I, I really worry about the players before me, mate. Like the, yeah. As I've spoken about, the Ray Prices and the Terry Randalls and the Jeff Robinsons, like, my God, they used to, it was brutal. Mm. It was absolutely brutal. And it's only come to a head probably last maybe two to three years, only due to that, you know, that concussion movie, that all these – they worry about cases coming through, I reckon. There's a couple of cases in there at the moment. If they come through, mate, look out. The, the can of worms will open up. Um, I'm glad they've come in, but this HIA, the way it is now, imagine that when we're all playing. Seriously, mate, you won't be, you won't be ahead these days. They, they take you off. Um, mate, you won't be ahead when we're all playing, mate. So get the, 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 the newest can of um, smelling salts and go for your life. The timing of the interview here is really cool, and the fact a fortnight ago you launched, well, you COVID launched your book, Spud, the Mark Carroll story. Looking back at your career and your life as you have, cool project, no doubt very taxing, very timely, but very cool, I'd imagine, too. Oh, quite amazing. Uh, when I was doing some work at Fox and Adam Hawes was there and we were talking about, would you ever write a book? And, I, and I'd love to, I wanted to write a book always. Um, and we started. When COVID hit, he'd ring me up. I went down to the water's edge where I live and have a can or two he's new and we speak for an hour. Then he sent it back an email form and it read bloody great. And then I'd give Monique have a read and they'll send it to me. And your mates always give you the good feedback. Yeah, so I gave it to yeah. a couple of mentors and mates and they come back saying, Spud, this is fantastic. And I think we ended up doing about 40-odd chapters. It just came together so well. And the crazy thing about putting a book together, um, finding the right pictures, um, you talk about, I look at the cover, the front cover of this book is the emotion of me winning a grand final. It's the most, it's the pinnacle of anyone's career. It's just a fantastic story, but you've got to buy that. You've got to buy that. And the other thing, major for me, when I asked Russell to do the forward for me. Um, it took many months to get. Uh, and it, if you read it, when I first read it, first um, paragraph, I sort of I put it down. I was a little bit angry because he gives it to me straight away because I'm a pest. I actually do pest people. I, if you tell me to ring you back, I'm going to ring you back. I don't take no for an answer, always sort of negative or positive. That's the way I've been brought up. and. He's, he does this fantastic um, board. And on that day, I remember a good mate of mine, Wayne Blair, who's a fantastic Australian actor. I read it out and I stopped where I stopped. And he goes, go on. And then I started reading it. And then he sat back and he goes, Spud, this is bloody brilliant. So um, that's um, word for word in. And Wayne Blair actually he has done the audio book. So now you can get books audio. Um, I'll tell you how, sort of good, how good a book it is. I, I actually bought the audio book and put it on the other night and put me to sleep. So I'm hoping it was his voice, hopefully not the story. I don't think we've left anything out, mate. We first met in the very, very early 1990s. Been great mates ever since and always there for each other. Professionally, I just love the way you played your football, but equally as importantly, the way you went about your football. It was a great example. 
221 top flight games, which included seven blue and 12 green and gold jerseys. Mark Carroll, you, sir, are a legend. Thanks, Mike. We hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The Legends series drops at the start of your working week. It's in-depth, personal and highlights some of the game's finest from yesteryear. The weekly wodge drops in time for your weekend. It's full on and the hottest podcast on the market. Why listen to opinions when you can listen to interviews with the stars? And on every episode, you can hear up to a dozen different players and coaches, both past and present, giving their thoughts on the great game. It's fast-paced, full of footy and laughs. It's a must-listen. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. That way, you won't miss a thing. Every episode will drop immediately. Before you go, we'd love a five-star rating and review. It's not for ego, it's for business, as we look to expand the unfiltered brand and bring you more. Make sure you come back soon. Legends. Legends.